0: Nutrafol, baby. <laughs> Oh, AJ, you got the moves today. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. The moves? oh, wow. Are you doing a boxing class? I like this. Yeah. She's like air punching. Jab to hate phrase. phrase. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Luisa's got the right Facebook page.
1: I'm <laughs> hey, so grateful. Say, oh we got God. something right. <laughs>
0: she got the scoop. It only took me we about We started on times. time. I love it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, welcome to the hey 4 podcast. It is Monday. We are always live on Facebook, and uh, I am your neurotic host. I'm becoming that person. I'm becoming everything that I swore I would never become in radio and television, which is an uptight asshole who demands to start on time. Like today, I almost had a Bill O'Reilly moment. You guys are probably too young to even
1: remember that Bill no, O'Reilly No, no. And he's like, fuck it, we're going live. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay, it, we're going live. What does it mean to play us out? What is that? What is, what is play us out? That- well, dude.
0: T- <laughs> Do it live. I behind the scenes, you guys, I have a like I have become an on-time regimented nutsack. All right. So like This show is supposed to start every day at 1230 p.m. Eastern uh, on Monday and Wednesdays. okay? and then it doesn't really matter for those of you who just catch us via podcast, because as long as it's out like by three or four o'clock every Monday and Wednesday, you don't really care when it's recorded. Right. But the live show has made me a nutsack where I I start looking at the clock at 1210 and I think to myself, okay. Are we going to be ready for, I, I got to go minutes. at 1230. I've got, I have become Rain Man. Like, and <laughs> I count, I seriously, at 1229, I start counting down. Okay, 48, 47, 46, and I, I, I'm out of control. Anyway, you guys, welcome to the podcast. Thankfully, I'm not, I haven't gone to a, totally nuts, but I'm on my way.
1: I mean, I'm I on mean, my way. We need at least like 15 more interns because it's just so, it's so much to do for two, a two-person team. It's Luis and I plus Sarah. I mean, it's like too much going on. It's too much. I mean, let me tell you guys what success means. It's a pain in the ass. It means you have to hire more
0: people. Success is wonderful until you're short-staffed. And then nothing seems worse when you're on a successful role. Like, okay, I'm going to shut up because now I'm sounding like a real bitch. Like, I'm like, you know what, guys? We have a show and it doesn't always start. And you know what? we're successful and they're okay now i'm sounding like an asshole so anyway we're moving Too on a uh, yeah. long story short though if you do want to intern with us we are looking for interns and almost all of my interns turn into paid employees so you can email me sarah s-a-r-a-h at hayfrage.com. i would love to have you be a part of this team if you want to learn new media you want to learn how to monetize social media the power of podcasting building brands come see us
1: uh we're we're casting I always like it when they say, we're casting new people. We're casting interns. But seriously, you get to work in a state-of-the-art studio. You get to meet all these amazing people. We have guests. What could you not want? I'm drinking today. We're drinking. <laughs> Rosé. It's so fun. If you want to get in the media industry,
0: we come drink. on. We do. We drink at work. Yes, come on. So Sarah at Hayfrage.com. We have a ton to cover. First of all, I want to tell you, share today's show on Facebook. You can always go to my page if you're not watching right now. The page is Hey phrase Podcast. Hit pages on Facebook. Today we are giving away, this is a really cool thing. I want to go to this. Um, I don't know if Dan would be my date, but I might, I might go with a listener, I'm thinking. DC is having its first ever adult prom, September 29th. And it is just like what it sounds, okay? It's at the Marquis Marriott. You get to be... At a prom all over again, like high school, they have prizes, giveaways, they crown a king and queen. It's totally an excuse for you to get dressed up, look like a million bucks, and then dance the prom away. Like, AJ, did you even dance at your prom?
1: I didn't even have a date. I got in trouble for my dress. What you yes. did? You were like those viral stories where they shame the girls yes. for like showing their tits. Yes, the dean of what? students gave me her shawl because she says my dress was too inappropriate. It was a mini a mini dress with spaghetti straps. and It was all sequins. My tits were out, and I was the president, so I didn't even have a date. I was like, I was planning everything. So, but she told, still told me that I was inappropriate, so I didn't even get to dance. You're kidding? Did I they? I we, did, so they covered you with like a shawl? They covered me with a shawl. Yes, and I was like, Ugh. okay, um. I have things to do, okay? And I, I didn't even have a date. I was, yeah, I was like the nerd that was planning everything. So, really? Yeah, and, I, and I got slut shamed for just like, you know, wearing a provocative dress to an all-girls prom.
0: Oh my god Well I That did not happen to me I like hey, I, Were you drunk at your prom? I was definitely drunk I was <laughs> drinking Yeah 100% It was Maine It was like rural Maine Everyone yeah. drank the entire time Right And course. you know Everybody knows my weight struggles I like love my body But back then I really hated myself I was way I was probably 45 or 50 pounds heavier Than I am now I completely wear, wore like a mumu I looked like one of the golden girls Even though I was 17 <laughs> Completely blanch. Like blanche I was completely slutty blanche In a cover up It was so embarrassing i hated my body Ooh. yeah i and so anyway then i got drunk and i don't even remember what happened I, dan poor was my date senior year wait a minute wait a minute your prom he. date was named dan yeah yeah and now i'm with a dan yes totally love that comes full circle yeah, folks. i know and dan poor his current girlfriend or wife will not let him speak to me so i don't no even know what way. he's doing yeah he blocked me on facebook he blocked me on all social medias
1: yes i don't even know
0: where i, what I, I shout out to that
1: dan poor if you're ever around or listening <laughs> i still think about you well, Sarah well, Poor. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't sound as good as Sarah. How do you pronounce Dan's last name? Well, we can't even say it on you know if you don't want people. Oh to Oh God, know. he like doesn't want anyone to know who. Yeah, he yeah, is. yeah. No, no, don't reveal that. Okay, but, but yes, Dan, Sarah Poor I'm doesn't really taking, have I'm not
0: taking. I'm not taking any guy's last name anyway. I don't care who it is. No
1: way. No, I don't.
0: Get, I'm never taking a man's last. I, no.
1: I, what about um, a combined last name? Um. Yes, I would do that. Okay, I would do okay. a hyphen. I do a combined, but I would never. No, nope. it's not happening. Well, you have a really cool Sarah Fraser. Everybody knows you, Sarah Fraser. It's a household name. Now, me, my full name, it's boring. So I'm I'm kind of ready to go. Andrea Lopez, yeah, really. There's already a J Lo. There's a George Lopez. It's like, oh yeah, you already for a new one, yeah. So, but 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 you know, um.
0: Okay, well, all that to say, you have to share today's show because we are giving away two (laughs) tickets. (laughs) We get sidetracked so much on this show. This is why our radio show has to be so condensed because they're always saying to us, "Okay, look, it's awesome that you're putting this podcast to radio. We'll talk about that." But then they're always saying to us you guys are way off on tangents for like two hours, and then you come back to the topic. We're like, oh yeah, whoops. So today, share today's podcast episode on Facebook. You are going to be entered over $100 value. You and your significant other are going to be going to, if only for one night, the first ever adult prom in Washington, D.C., September 29th, Marquis Marriott. Um, if you want to get tickets because your other friends want to go, there are still tickets available. You can just go to adult prom. You search it. It's the first thing that comes up in Washington, D.C., so be sure to share. I got a say hi to everybody clay hutchinson says saddest prom story ever aj <laughs> uh sorry i made up for it for lost
1: <laughs> times in college don't worry okay penny is on today she goes damn all girls prom question okay. mark Question, question. Mark. Okay. i went to an all girls school but we had boy dates so it was a co-ed <laughs> prom okay oh, that's amazing <laughs> I know.
0: At least you went to a co-ed college. See, I did it the other way, and I should not have done that. I went to an all-women's college. It was the lamest thing ever. I love my Mount Holyoke sisters, but honest to God, every night, everyone, like, sat around, and they were either witches and pagans, or we were knitting. It was a nightmare. (laughs) It was. It was a fucking nightmare. Like, it, I, don't, I don't understand the, um, the single-sex college thing. I really don't. I awful. don't think I ever will. I would never recommend anyone going. Like, people are always like, you know what? Single sex is wonderful. It's empowering for both genders. You learn more. It was terrible. I was so horny looking the entire <laughs> time to get late. It was just the big. I couldn't even concentrate on school. It was terrible. That's how horny you were? Yes. I was like, oh, my God. I would have been <laughs> oh doing so much better academically if I could have had sex. I was so, like, sexually frustrated. It was crazy.
1: Day 365, 365 without sex. Everyone was here. Yes. And then there was just like this
0: huge group of people that were like looking for frogs to sacrifice and like make into a soup. It was just crazy. Um,
1: Anyway, This is not a commercial for Mount Holyoke, <laughs> if you were wondering. That'll be like, they'll never invite me ever to speak. <laughs> uh, so look, we have a full show today, okay? We need eight hours of this
0: show. We need a marathon, if you will. Uh, Dr. Shelpie is here. She is the author of The 10-Day Total Body Transformation. I'm having her on because this book is based not only in doctoral science, but also in mindfulness, which you know I'm obsessed with mindful eating and living. She's gonna be on the show to talk about basically how now, mindful eating is kind of being integrated into Western medicine which is so awesome and of course um, we just love her anyway so we're going to just be talking to her about life how she came to write this book and her own body struggles so she'll be on I also have to thank some of our sponsors today we have a brand new sponsor who we love who you may have met at our live podcast show Dr. Mince is officially our newest sponsor of the Hay for H podcast yay we love Dr. Mince. he is an old fashioned medical doctor and what we mean by that is he does constantly Concierge practice. Patients are coming, uh, becoming more frustrated every day with today's health care. Difficulty getting appointments, long waits in the waiting room, short visits with your doctor, and trouble getting return calls for lab results. Well, not anymore. You need to go to dr M-I-N-T-Z dot or call 855-Mintz MD to book your free consultation online today. He also does body sculpting and medical marijuana. So he's got you completely covered. He's located right in Bethesda, Maryland. Maryland. If you have chronic pain, severe anxiety or insomnia and medications have not worked for you, medical marijuana could be the answer. You need to go see him, say that Hey Fresh sent you. We absolutely are so excited. We're going to be exploring more about medical marijuana with him over the next couple of months and he is at Wildwood Medical Center in Bethesda, Maryland. So thank you to him. Mark Livingstone also sponsors this podcast. We love Mark and uh, Cornerstone First Financial. You can go to cornerstonefirst.com if you are looking to buy a home. Now is the time you want to become a millionaire owning a home is the fastest way to do it cornerstonefirst.com you can get approved for your loan for your mortgage everything through them they work almost the entire east coast so if you're listening to us in tampa florida louisville kentucky he's got you there as well Uh, they offer the best rates i just went to a brand new home construction where they try to shake you down to get you to use their mortgage people lies Okay, it's lies. Don't use their mortgage people. Use Mark Livingstone. We absolutely love him. So, cornerstonefirst.com.
1: All right, um we, I got to I you know, this weekend was really crazy for me. Oh my god. I don't know how you sleep. I don't know how you do like
0: your life is crazy. I don't. It was it was at a, it was mental. I was at a fashion show. I was hosting
1: Fairfax Corners fashion show. Fox 5 Five, at, like you have to get up at five in the morning. Five in the morning. We head straight here because we had to do some recording, mm-hmm. and then you went to your fashion show, and you were like, "I'm so beat." I was like, you You I, worked the entire Saturday. Then you got up Sunday. That We had our show
0: last night on yeah. Mix 107.3. If you haven't heard the news, we are testing the Hayfresh podcast as a radio show on Sunday nights on 107.3. They've been terrific to us. Many of you tuned in last night from 9 to 11 p.m. There's a lot of new listeners that are discovering us for the first time. And uh, we do a segment every week now on the show called AJ on the Streets. AJ on the streets. AJ yeah. hits the streets. <laughs> if someone can come up with a little
1: catchphrase, please. Oh,
0: yeah. I wonder if anyone listening is musical and they could do a, you know, we obviously love Teddy Beats, but he's busy like on I, Sirius I XM. He's on every Doing station. Doing real things, yeah. you know.
1: Who could come up with it? What should the jingle be? Well, you were thinking of like Sesame Street. I was like, okay, we're not like freaking. AJ <laughs> Avenue. we me out. A... No. <laughs> <laughs> We need a rap. Hate it, hate it. I feel like yeah. you're
0: more of a rap. Like yeah.
1: she's Mexican. I don't know. And that's and like that's all it. I've got. <laughs>
0: that's
1: all and that's all she wrote. All right. Okay. Sarah will not be writing my jingle. But so, yes.
0: I, I love I love that you're doing this. I always love on the street bits because you just never know what you're gonna get. And yeah. we we basically do two versions. We do a, a PG version for our Mix 1073 Night Show. Right. And then we do our Hey Frage one, which is completely rated X. Like we don't even have a rating. Yeah, like, like, people are like, "Oh my god, I just curse." It's like that's okay. That's going on. That's going on the podcast. I've noticed now yeah. when you go to iTunes, there's just a question mark near. Like, like sometimes <laughs> they have E for everyone. <laughs> sometimes they have explicit. Or is just question mark. We don't really know what. We don't know what we are. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. We're we are uh, podcast fluid. So anyway, what did you ask this week? And I'm I, I want to hear. I've heard obviously the edited ones. Oh yeah, and I've
1: heard some of the unedited. But what did you get this week? So should I say the question? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll explain it all. So this week, we we went on the streets and we asked, what is some piece of advice you would tell your 20-year-old self? And people, we got a lot of nice ones. We got a lot of like, I would be true to myself. And those are so great too. But I found the funniest ones to be the ones that were like, don't give a fuck. What everybody else thinks. Like I'm, I'm gonna show you guys. Like okay. it's gonna be great.
0: Okay, yeah, I want to hear. By the way, I mean you're only 25, AJ, and I'm just a 24. hair over 30. You just turned
1: 24. Don't age me, too. Hard. Oh shit, that's right. Oh my god, you're 24. Okay, I'm just like yeah, and I'm a little north of. And you're not a hair over 30. God <laughs> today, bless you. Today my Lyft
0: driver was like, "God, you look so young." And then, but then he thought I spoke Arabic, so I don't even know how we got from A to okay. Z. Okay.
1: Also, I hate to get off topic, but, you know, what would the show be without Off Topic? Um, you got in two lift car accidents, and you, like, never give that any, any... I'm you to okay. In the past three weeks, I've been in two lift
0: car accidents. Okay. Yeah. One guy got rear-ended. The other guy got swip- side-swiped. And this is how awful. This is how you know you've lived in DC too long. Right. Because when this happens, the first thought isn't, is everybody okay? It's like, <laughs> oh, shit. How long do I have to stay here before I can get another lift?
1: Like, I've got to be somewhere. Isn't that fucking terrible? That is so it's like, oh, God. Like, what do I do? Order another lift? So what do you do in that situation? You look. Obviously, I was like, "Is everybody okay?" You didn't think that. You were like, "Fuck everyone well, else." The first I'm fine. One, I had some, <laughs> I had like some sharp neck pains because the
0: guy rear-ended oh, the guy, and I actually thought, "Oh God, oh God!" Like I always like when people are always like, "I've been in an accident." Oh yeah, I have yeah. a
1: neck injury. I'm always yes. like, "Oh bullshit!" But then, like, I my neck was actually like, "Okay, this is." Okay. I would see like money signs like ching, lift, <laughs> sue them. Here's
0: the problem though. The guy goes, "Oh, this is a rental car. I don't even know if I got the insurance." So suddenly, my neck felt better. I thought, "Well." <laughs> You know, there's no point in hanging around. He and doesn't I mean, even know if he has insurance. No pain here. <laughs> I just cracked it a couple times. I moved around and thought, feeling better. All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> this is what they do. Everybody's okay. They right. go, I'll cancel your ride. I'm really sorry. You're going to have to go. Like, th- this past time I was in Rock Creek Parkway. I'd hike up the hill on P oh Street through the bushes of Rock Creek.
1: You haul, and then you hail another lift. Like that's basically it, right? Because you can't really get a lift in Rock Creek. Like no one's gonna stop for you on Rock Creek. There's no stopping point. Oh my god! So you're just like with your little backpack. Yeah. Oh, going up the Rock Creek. I have my
0: backpack, my headphones, my portalist mic. Like I'm just like (laughs) people think I'm like people think I'm a scientist, like chasing storms. That's what I look like now. I just, yeah, completely.
1: Which way's the wind? Yeah. I've got my oh little my recorder. God. Oh. Yeah. oh god. All right, so, so anyway, um, I... um wait, 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 okay, back to <laughs> Max, back to AJ straight. on the streets. So, <laughs> no,
0: we need to stay focused. Back so, to person on the streets. So you asked people what advice would they give their twenty their old se- twenty yes. year old self? See, to me, I've been thinking about this since last yeah. week when you did this, and I love this question because really, I would just say let life unfold the way it's
1: going to, because the way it's going to is one hundred percent. And where you're meant to be. I love that. I mean, that's basically the essence of what we, what the answers we got this week. So you're right on par with everything. Now, and I would eat healthier sooner. I mean, I really abuse my body, right? like a lot of alcohol. I've
0: never oh, been hello. into drugs. It's but college. It's college. Like, yeah, but you know, a lot of weekends. I spent so many weekends wasted, hungover, like so many weekends hungover. Mm. And it's just such a waste of time. You think, because I think about all the people that I used to go out drinking with, I, I don't hang out with
1: hardly any of them now. Like, it was such a waste. Oh, God. Now I remember my my high school or my college years, and um, thank God I was so blessed to go to college, and I wish that for everybody. Uh, I was drunk every single weekend, loved every minute of it, wouldn't take it back. Really? Uh, still friends with everybody, but then again, like in ten years' time, where will everybody be? I don't even know. When we were all across the country, but I spent a lot of a lot of drunk nights. Yeah, yeah, you I, are a little bit of a partier. You like love that. You love that too, but you kind of gotten out of that scene. <laughs> what? I'm always yeah. I'm always asking you to go out and. Sarah's has been not. by eight. So what advice and by the way, if, okay. you're, if
0: you're watching on Facebook, leave. A, I want to hear what you would do. Like, what advice would you give your twenty year old self? Yeah, I, And I'd say, as soon as you can financially do it, bet on yourself. Like I, I now that things are working out, I'm like, God, why didn't I like bet on myself years prior?
1: Right, I know, but because it, you're not super, you're not a self, you're self conscious, and you're not uh, confident in yourself. You don't think yeah. you have the power to do that, and then you look back, you're like, why didn't I do any all of the stuff that I thought I could do? But, yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna play you my f- my favorite one thus okay. far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play us your favorite. Okay.
2: Look good every fucking day. <laughs> like, look good every fucking day. You never don't know who you're meet. never know who you're going to meet. And first, I got to do recognize right now. It's not a camera, is it? But look fucking good every fucking day. Don't give a fucking fuck. Life is going to continue. You know, don't stress. And then, oh you, know, you know, have great
1: sex and don't smoke weed.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that guy. That guy sounded just like Tracy Morgan to me, <laughs> right? <laughs> just like Tracy Morgan. That yeah, he's my favorite hope people aren't listening to this show at work oh lord well they
1: always are like oh my god i had this on in my car with my kid and we had to turn it off immediately yeah you better good that job, was so Sarah. good i loved him i love that voice and then and then what else do we have we had some um we, i mean we had the, the really nice ones okay what was um
2: in- i would probably give my 20 year old self just to live your best life and not worry about all the bullshit and what i'm gonna do when I'm whatever age and get to be in the real world. Just like enjoy your time and live your best life and be true to yourself.
0: Okay. Yeah, all right, be true to yourself. One. Yeah, that's, that one's basically we already the covered that one.
1: <laughs> all right, I do you have one more? <laughs> one more. Okay, what else do you have? And this guy, we had to like pry answers out of him and this is all we got.
0: I should have eaten way more kale when I was 20. <laughs> that's my
1: biggest mistake. All right, dude. Actually, he's not alone, by the way. People on Facebook are saying that. Get into
0: an exercise routine. That's what Penny says. Mm -hmm. Lynn is laughing her ass off at this segment. Clay says, I tell my 20-year-old self to pay myself first in an interest-bearing account from each paycheck
1: and don't touch it. That's, like, great advice. I really need to do that. That's so good. Yeah, are you saving? barely I mean like oh. I, I'll do a little bit here and there like every paycheck I try to a lot a certain amount of money but then I find myself just dipping back into my savings when I really <laughs> need it I'm like well maybe just this once and then I end up I'm like where all my savings oh. go so oh. so true you know what I need to create is an account that you can't touch and those those exist. I just don't do them. <laughs> yeah. You
0: got to do like a Roth IRA or something yeah, like an yeah. IRA. And then you can't you get penalized. So you can't take out the money. Yeah. Great I idea. really need. Yeah. Yeah. OK. That, Is anybody, that,
1: anybody else any more? Uh, um, OK. People love that they were laughing hysterically. Uh, good. good. We're doing it every week. And if you guys oh, have any suggestions I, for questions. I, this one's really
0: too. good. Jessica says I would tell I would tell my 20 year old self and I would tell people to tell uh, I would tell people who you are shamelessly. So, like, shamelessly promote yourself. I actually think that's oh. really good. As someone who has struggled, like, I hate. See, because I'm always torn. I think it's so tacky. Like, I feel like people now know, like, a shameless promoter and hate it. What do you I mean? Like, that's me. Like, I, I think somebody that's out there, like, hustling for themselves always. Like, pitching themselves all the time. Like, promoting themselves. Like, I think she's saying, like, tell people all the time who you are shamelessly. Like, hmm. have no shame. Okay, well, that can get to a little annoying sometimes. Mm-hmm. So maybe do it. I feel in... like that is us, though. We're out at every dog like petting festival. We're like, we're here. Like, have you guys heard
1: of our podcast? Like, Wait. I was like, no. <laughs> A couple people have. A couple people have. And you're in airports sometimes. We're like Sarah Fraser. Oh yeah, great. people it's know great. for sure. Yeah. yeah, definitely in the
0: DMV area. Absolutely. Okay, don't make me go back to when this is what you and Leslie do. You guys always, I always go. Millions of people know the show. You guys are like, I think it was one. <laughs> like, okay. We're promoting the
1: show. We're promoting anyway, the damn show.
0: Uh, okay, so we have a ton of stories to get to. I want to talk about, I'm obsessed with this comedian who now has a stand-up routine on Netflix that has broken up 4,000 relationships. Absolutely is, amazing. Wait till you hear this. And the reason like his stand-up set does it, you're like, oh my God, I think this will actually give people pause in their relationships. Um, also, I can't even get over the woman who had a tortoise stuck in her vagina on vacation. This
1: sounds amazing to me. <laughs> I mean, what was it doing there? So many questions about this. I don't know if it was a sexual thing or she was in the water and the tortoise just like crawled right up on there. How big is this tortoise? I don't know, but I love this. There's so many great stories. And then, like, I
0: literally want desperately, there's a bus driver in the Midwest who was letting the kids ages 12 to like 16 drive the bus to school because she was just over it (laughs) this woman is my fucking hero okay i love this woman so much this is my future and people are outraged about this and i'm like how are people why are people outraged to me this i'll tell you the whole story i think this made sense oh boy and she's like in jail right now they arrested her i I, this is a tease i'm I'm not even gonna tell you (laughs) yet You have to stay tuned. Stay fucking (laughs) tuned. Okay, look. But I also, when I was out over the weekend, I thought, God, there's some loose ends on this show that we've been really bad about, like, clearing up or addressing, okay? So when I was at the fashion show in Fairfax, by the way, people knew the show, okay? And more than one. All right, let me just say that, AJ. Okay, okay. Uh, But my friend Joanna, who was there, she said, okay, I have a laundry list of questions that I've been dying to ask you about the show, and I need you to clear these up. And I thought, all right, if Joanna has these, then other people must have them too so i'm just going to go through these really fast if you followed the podcast or maybe you're new to the podcast um you know my career has been in television i work for channel five here locally my background is radio um and then we do this podcast twice a week all right so that's sort of like the long and short of who i am so joanna says i want to know what happened to the mansion murder podcast okay so let me clue you let me get you up to speed on this really quick the Mansion Murder Pro- Podcast was my first ever true crime podcast that I did in 2017 with Fox 5. It was their first ever true crime exploration on the murders of the Savopolis family. They were a wealthy family in Northwest D.C. They were held hostage for 19 hours in their home. And one guy, Darren Wendt, um, uh, was arrested and charged with their murders. Now he's on trial. The podcast has continued, but I'm not doing it because my business here is is so busy, I'd have to be in trial every day. Fox, it just would not work. So I wanted them to keep going. Fox wanted to keep the podcast going. So Melanie Olnwick and Paul Wagner, who are amazing journalists, have taken it over. So you should definitely tune in. Go to fox5dc.com. It's right there. They're doing a new one every single week. The trial is crazy. The defense attorneys who are representing Darren Went have actually introduced two other people who they believe actually did the murders, while Darren Went was There, But did not physically murder the family. So that's why I'm not on that. And that's why you're not going to see updates. But please listen. The story is just tragic. And the family really deserves justice as that story unfolds. Um, Then people are asking, Joanna wanted to know what happened to the pilot episode um, that you did for the um, the agency or the, the group in L.A.? So here's the thing. That's actually still unfolding. That was also a true crime pilot. It was going to be a 60-minute show that would air on Hulu. We shot the pilot. We turned it in in June. They're still giving us notes, so I don't really have a big update for you. And then Joanna said, I want to know, what about Paul? Is Paul going to be on anymore? Yes, Paul is definitely going to be on. He's going to be on this Wednesday. Paul and I have crazy schedules. So sometimes I have guests that like can only come on Wednesdays, so then Paul doesn't come in. Sometimes Paul has commitments on Wednesdays. So Paul will continue to be an ongoing guest host on this show. And really my goal now is after... How many? Oh, my God. We're almost three years into this podcast. I love having a rotating group of guest co-hosts. I love having Sammy K back, Danny Starr, Paul Wharton. So you're definitely going to still see him once a month, at least on the podcast. Um, but he'll be back this Wednesday. And then lastly, she wanted to know, who's your stylist? She said, I'm obsessed with um, watching your styling videos and your outfits. And so I said, oh, not funny. I have two stylists. One is producer AJ Who comes to my house, you do all of
1: my styling now, you're amazing. Oh, thank you so much. It's one of my um, my side projects. It's one of my passions. I love fashion. I love dressing people. And we have so much fun. Like, we just come over. We really and, do. And we just, like, drink wine and choose outfits. And it's so fun. You're so good. You well, style me. And then also Kinesia Cross, who's amazing. She's a producer at Fox 5. And
0: she really dresses me for television. She knows, like, what colors look great on TV. Um, and I'll be sure to put both AJ and Kinesia's emails in the messaging of the Facebook Live video. So if you want a closet stylist, both these women will come to your house. They'll pull outfits for you for date night, work, television, media. If you're not media, they do it all. So um, you should totally look into hiring them because it makes life easy. I am literally the Mark Zuckerberg of life like I I do I want to wear the same thing every day and I just want you to take a picture I want to wake up in the morning I want to waste zero time on fashion I love clothes I love makeup I love looking great and pulled together but I want to waste zero mind space I'm talking zero on thinking about I don't want any anxiety I don't want to wake up do these boots go with these jeans does this top go with this does it look wrinkled oh my god how bad are my armpit stains no I want to just look at the picture see if the clothes are somewhat still intact and wear them That's it. Yeah, especially with the busy life. Who has time for all that? Who has time? Uh, So, look, we got to talk about some pop culture stories, too, that are in the news. Everyone, of course, is talking about um, Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, I am glued to this story as well. You probably know he is a Supreme Court nominee. There is going to be a very big hearing this week. I've been following this story mostly because I'm always fascinated when it comes to you, you guys probably know this. But Dr. Ford is a woman who uh, has come out and she says that in high school she was sexually assaulted by Brett Kavanaugh and another guy. And I'm so fascinated by this because I guess I get discouraged at times. And then it also makes me stop and think. But a lot of people have questioned if she is really telling the truth and that, you know, should we believe her? Without a lot of people backing her up. Now, today, a lot has come out through Ronan Farrow, who I'm obsessed with. He's like, I mean, he's like, if Ronan Farrow shows up to your place for anything, you know you're fucked. (laughs) Like, I mean, isn't that the worst nightmare of all? Like, whoever wants to see Ronan Farrow? I don't even want to see him at a party. Like, if I were at the party, I'd be like, I'm out of here. This guy is this guy is digging for dirt. Out of here. Like he's, I'm out. But anyway, Ronan Farrow now says there's another woman who alleges that Brett Kavanaugh whipped out his dick at Yale in college and basically was waving that thing around. He kind of looks, I'm going to be honest, Brett Kavanaugh looks like a guy that would whip out his willy. Don't you think? There's something hey. like that. You know what I mean? There's like kind of this desperation about the guy. <laughs> Do you actually know how tall he is? No. Why? Oh, no. I'm just wondering. We're wondering. I, I just think he looks like, you know, I don't know. He looks like a guy who would definitely get drunk. And would just pull on his penis. I'm I'm not gonna say anything, because I know I'll get in trouble. Really, you think you'll get in trouble? Look, first of all, hands down, I believe this woman. What, what, this is what I wanna say to people who are like, okay, you know, we gotta find out all the facts. I agree, we should find out all the facts. But what does this woman have to gain? And there's all these conspiracy theories. Oh, she's being paid by the Democratic Party. It's like, oh my God, here we go again. Does anyone recall Pizzagate over here where they were allegedly keeping kids in the basement and there wasn't one fucking kid around? It's so crazy to me. She's not getting paid by the Democratic Party. This woman is going to lose everything. Everything. She'll probably end up losing her job after this is all over. Her family's, like, terrified. I just don't understand people that don't believe her. Like, I believe her.
1: I don't, I, I I don't think stand he, up As a female, I have to stand up with the female. In this yes. case. In this case. Absolutely. I'm always curious what
0: your opinion is. And you guys can weigh in online. And I get it. We are in it. We are a society of, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty. That's why I think, you know, she's going to testify this week in D.C. I think it will be crazy to watch. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, I don't know. I believe her. I totally believe her. And I think now that these other women are coming forward, I think I believe her even more. I think there's no way in hell he gets the Supreme Court nomination. I can't imagine he would. But we'll see. I'm just always curious that this discussion goes on that people don't believe sexual assault victims. And I was actually watching something, too, and it said that the number of people that lie about sexual assault victims, it's like 5 percent, like 5 percent of sexual assault victims are ever like lying. The rest of them are telling the truth. It's like that's a massive that's a reason to believe it. It just blows my mind. Yeah. Claire just joined. Uh, she's on the Facebook. She says, hi, ladies. I just joined. I'm watching from Baltimore. Well, Claire, we were having a heated di- discussion about Brett Kavanaugh and uh, the sexual assault allegations against him and him whipping his dick out. And and we think he looks like a guy. that That's like terrible. I'm like already. He's probably a lovely man. I just... <laughs> You know what? There's something about you that looks like you would do that. Anyway, um, tons of other pop culture stories. I'm obsessed with this Kim Richards. If you guys watch Real Housewives, the franchise, you probably remember she used to be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and she's the sister of Kyle Richards. Um, Kim Richards has been dating a man for six years, and she
1: has never had sex with him because she doesn't see a future with him. How amazing is this? Like, I mean, but they went to like a um, couple's therapy. They were in like couples therapy, that show. Marriage boot camp. Reality, reality boot camp. stars. Right. And they make some shocking confessions. We haven't had sex yet, Richard says. She's 54.
0: She reveals about herself and her boyfriend. Um, Win Katz is his name. They've been dating for six years. Uh, I don't know if we can get intimate she, together, she says, because during a group exercise, Richards is asked what is her fear with cats? Um, she possesses a question She's not sure if she's really sexually attracted to him.
1: Okay, but so amazing to me. Yes. So I guess they got together based on terms of not sexual attraction, just like a connection. And they've both been divorced. Yes, they've both been divorced. Yeah. And okay. And then he. So she asked him, like, "Are you physically attracted to me?" And he says, "Um, "Well, no." And the reason why? Because everybody was like, "Oh, hell no! Why the fuck would he say that?" But then he was like, "I don't feel like you're attracted to me." So they have this weird kind of thing. Like I don't think I think they need to just like get drunk, eat an edible, and like fuck, and that's what they need to do. (laughs) How are you guys even on America Boot Camp when you haven't even Even had sex yet? Like
0: how are you on? Wow, that's like a new low for like they must have been so desperate to cast this season. They were like, you know what? These two may have only hung out together four yes. times, but you know what? We'll take them on. You know what? We'll take you guys. <laughs> I mean, that's just amazing. But I think that's interesting to me because I'm always curious, like, how long people wait in relationships. Like, I have a girlfriend who has been seeing a guy for, like, three months and then they finally had sex, like, this weekend. So right. I'm just, like, always like, hmm. You know, what
1: do what, – how long do people wait these days? Well, a lot of people – I wanted to, like, wait till marriage and my mom was totally on board. Oh, yeah, because you come from a religious household. Yeah, right, right. And I was like totally about waiting. And then senior year happened in college and it was like, all right, peace out. That's not happening anymore. (laughs) And I think, you know, people always tell you like the longer you wait, keep him waiting and he'll stay around. But I've tested that that at all. It's not true. If he's only with you for sex, he's going to hang out till you give him sex, whether (laughs) it's five
0: months in, five dates in, five hours. And then he's never going to call you again. That's the worst advice. I can't stand when
1: people go make him wait. (laughs) Or what? how about what you want to or do? What? <laughs> yeah, what? No, I know, I know. If you get a dinner out of him, you know, and you had a really good time, end it with a bang, he'll probably call you back. I, know, I always say, look, if it's meant to be and he's going
0: to call you back, he's going to call you back, whether one hour, two days, it doesn't matter. And it should True. be about what you want
1: to do as a woman. Like, right. Do you want to have sex with the, it's, it's a person? Do you, exactly. you do what you want to do? Now, the worst thing is to sleep with a person because you think they won't call you back unless you sleep with them. Then that's not really healthy, and I think...
0: You should always go out with someone and have sex with them thinking that they're never going to call you back.
1: Like, just go out and... (laughs) Preparing them for, like, death. Okay. OK, well, <laughs> so was like, right. to me, when I got There's to, like they're not calling you back. When ever. Sorry. I was
0: dating like four or five years ago. I was just got to the point of like because there was so much ghosting and so much like do I wait like two hours to text him back? Because he texted me back like two hours after I did what and I, I don't play any games now. It's I just so exhausting. Out, it's I ask myself, do I have any interest in going out with this man? Like, does he seem like somebody that I want to get to know and have a cocktail with and have a good time? Exactly. And then I think to myself, w- do I want to have sex with him? Like, cause, and even if he doesn't call me back now, I don't care. Now I'm so busy with my own life and I get so distracted by the internet that if he doesn't call me back, I've moved on. (laughs) And that's for Dan. That means that's like my own house. Like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Your own boyfriend, <laughs> okay. Um, People are asking why is Kim Richards' boyfriend's skin so shiny. We don't know. We
1: don't know. We
0: don't know. I don't know. All right,
1: it's a picture, he looks guys. Like he's Her- had a ton of plastic surgery himself, definitely. And um, also, they have tons of lights on them, so it's reflecting. He's probably oh. sweaty from not sleeping with his wife ever. He's like having <laughs> he has Jesus, having heat strokes. Six years. Oh Lord, he's like pulsating down there feel about this now ancestry.com has teamed
0: up with spotify and they're going to help you learn not only your like background of where you you know originated from but also the music of your culture this sounds awful for me because I'm Irish and Scottish, so I really don't want to hear any cultic, Celtic music. I really don't like nothing. <laughs> seems some Irish river dancing anybody?
1: Okay, my only thing, thing with this is seems worse to me. I feel like they have nothing else to talk about, so Spotify's like, let's team up with dancehistory.com. It's like, what else are we gonna do? Like literally, what? What? They're like, I don't understand this. Like, why do we even need this? This is just for an extra shit to take up our time. Like, what? Because that's my thing, too, is like, if you're originating from Germany or something, then don't you just put one and one together that you're probably used to hearing German music, whatever I mean, that might sound like? My dad's Mexican and all we listen to is Tito Puente, okay? <laughs> it's like freaking every Saturday morning. My mom's cleaning, out. like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Like, that's what we're doing. <laughs> it's like, I already know where I came from. Like,
0: i don't want a random added feature that's so crazy like what are they gonna they're gonna totally dress you too like from oh and by the way your ancestors wore this you know <laughs> like, like kilt by the way we'll send you this this yeah. is also For in your an family additional history ten dollars we'll send you this Killed. like i mean who cares yeah i guess they're getting desperate right. they, they gotta lure people back in
1: that seems like such an obvious one i know right like Maybe they they they're going to team up with like Fresh <laughs> Kitchen and they're going to start sending you food recipes. Oh, that's a good idea to like you know immerse you back into your culture. Actually, you not... need to ask Dr. Shelby that. I do want to know that. Should that you is... be eating for your
0: like original um, Orig- where ancestry? Your came from. Yeah, is that best. That's great. Okay, actually, I do want to know that. Um, the bus driver who I was teasing. Um, this bus driver, I-, I think she's brilliant, but people are very upset about this. Out of uh, Wisconsin. Oh, sorry, Indiana. A Northwestern Indiana school bus driver has now been arrested on allegations that she let children as young as 11. Okay, that's a little, that's <laughs> a little young. Like 13, 13, I would have been like, okay, she she deserves a pass. Uh, but as young as 13 years old up to 16 years old, years old drive the bus at points to school. Now, now, why, though? This woman is 27 years old. There's, there is problem one. Why are you letting a 27-year-old, Joandra McAddy, of Portage, Indiana, was arrested on Friday for felony charges of child neglect. The department says that McGaddy allowed three students ages 11, 13, and 17, okay, that 17-year-old, that one should be thrown out, to drive the bus for a short distance in a rural area. As she was dropping students off from school, officials say McAddy uh, has been fired, as you can imagine. Uh, and court records say at this point, they're not exactly sure, but they say at times McGaddy says that she was extremely tired, uh, and she just thought that the kids could do a better job <laughs>
1: Honestly, you never know. Actually, I was reading somebody's comment so and they were like, that's really responsible of her. Honestly, the woman gets tired and she's letting somebody more responsible on the wheel.
0: <laughs> How are you upset about a 17-year-old
1: driving a bus? What if she was drunk or something? This 11-year-old yeah. has better... Sounds
0: like she was. She's 27. The girl is going... out. Who, who, Boy. What school district hires a 27-year-old this is to like
1: drive their bus with kids? <laughs> that's crazy. In Forrest Gump, I feel like when his he was driving, when he went to school and then his kid, like years later, same-ass bus driver driver <laughs> and she looked the same I'm like did she this is the same woman <laughs> Like, what? oh my god I love that so much uh, she,
0: that, that woman comes a close to second to my favorite woman who is the woman that found a tortoise in her vagina this this British woman though I'm not sure if I believe this she was vacationing in Spain Spanish police say the details are still murky but she found a dead tortoise inside her vagina after a night of partying Um, Now, they're not exactly sure that it's a tortoise because the tortoise would be massive. So they think it was just like a small turtle. Well, I would certainly hope so. The woman is an unnamed woman. She's described as an expat, though. Um, So basically like a former American who sought help after suffering pain in her genital area when doctors diagnosed it as an infection caused by a reptile. The son also went on to verify the claims that had been widely reported that, yes, in fact, she had some sort of tortoise there. They're not sure if someone placed it there in her night of drinking and she passed out, if she put it there herself, or, in fact, if she was just, like, laying on a bed somewhere and, like, literally the tortoise, like, climbed up and then, like, tried to nest in her vagina. Boy.
1: Can you imagine? Okay, that's, like, my worst nightmare. You wake up and you drank, and, you know, something happened and you find, like, something lodged in your... Was she on vacation?
0: Like, yeah, she was on vacation in oh, Spain. Right.
1: She's British, right? Right. But she was on vacation in Spain.
0: That I, I can't even imagine. I feel like I, I, I feel, feel like even turtles like... have so many diseases.
1: Like, oh, I can't imagine that. Walking around, <laughs> very slimy. I would think. Oh my god. No. I don't even. I'm not laughing. I'm just laughing at the situation <laughs> of finding a tortoise. I mean, what are the chances? You know what? Doctors these days, they must see they it do. all, folks. They do.
0: My gastrointestinologist, because, you know, I told you about my anal fissure. Like, I have to go to the butt doctor all the time. He told me that I would be blown away. He told me that the stuff that people come in inserted into their butts is, like, crazy. Ping pong balls, glass, toys, like, everything under the Glass? Sun. Yeah, absolutely. Bottle broke off. Yeah. This is why he always tells me, don't put anything in your butt, ever. Anything. Anything. He's like, your anal canals,
1: like, will collapse. And he's like, it's the most <laughs> painful thing you've ever experienced in your life. This is why I'm so convinced that Dan is loves you so much, because you got a lot going on, girlfriend. (laughs) You've got collapsible uh, butt walls. You I mean, a lot is going on. I mean, I was going to name a couple more, but I don't know if it's public. So, you know, I mean, a lot is going on. Oh, well, mouth herpes. What else? I know that's pretty much it. But you're a great person. So but he really must love you.
0: You're riddled with and herpes? You don't, and
1: and <laughs> is just, but you're a great gal. Oh, you're but I a great love you person. Ta- and you don't like going down on him longer than like two minutes max. What? Aren't? Where did that come from? No. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes. When- <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's not even me. I've oh, I just added said. that in there for fun
0: effect. I've never said that ever. And now <laughs> we have an audience. And now they're going to think, oh, there she
1: is with that prude mouth. Hey, If they know you, they know you're not prude. Anything but. <laughs> don't mix me up with your other friends. <laughs> Anyway, um,
0: okay. Well, look, we we I want to get Dr. Shelby in here, and what an in, what a lead for her. I mean, we can ask her actually about. I'm, I'm curious now about this tortoise in your vagina, like because I'm interested to see like if she's ever seen reptile bites, because that oh, seems know, to me like right? really crazy. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I did want to tell you about because I, I think this story is so fascinating, uh, but a comedian. Has now broken up 4,000 relationships, and I feel like this is a whole nother show that we could discuss this. But if you haven't seen this Netflix special, it's a special called Jigsaw. Daniel Sloss is the comedian, and he does a set where he says, all I'm asking is, have you ever been in a situation like that in a relationship where you felt trapped? Like you couldn't get out of it, and it was just easier to stay in it. He does this whole set uh, in his loved theme Netflix special. He pokes fun at, among other things, the puzzling relationship patterns, including dead-end relationships. All I'm asking is, have you ever accidentally caught yourself thinking how much easier life would be if they were just to die? So (laughs) He basically Uh... basically says, like, do you ever find yourself in a relationship just like, you know, it would be a lot easier if they were just to pass like, than, than you trying to get out of it. Anyway, it's such an emotionally deep and I'm curious to see if anybody has watched this. Okay, it's such an emotionally deep segment that now, according to Sloss, he says that he has heard from more than 4000 people that watch his Netflix special and break off their relationships. He says that he's ended 4000 relationships, 17 canceled engagements and nine divorces because the story he tells about essentially feeling like you're in a dead end relationship resonates so much with people. They take his advice and break up with people.
1: That's amazing. I mean, I love that he's bringing it to uh, people's attention, but also how sad, but he must like love this. This is like his shtick. Like he He to break people up. He de- yeah, he said he really does. He said that it's like helping people, basically. So should I watch this with Iggy, just like on date
0: night? Yes. You should just
1: watch this Netflix documentary I wanna, and see.
0: I, I want to watch it now. I haven't watched it yet. I'm like so fascinated <laughs> by this. Uh, Dr. Shelby is here. She is the author. She's a doctor. She's a medical physician and also the author of the 10-Day Total Body Transformation. We love you. We're like obsessed with you. We love you. You're you. so cute. You also contribute on Fox 5. Yes,
2: every Monday. Um, okay, we have a million questions for you. Okay.
0: I've like, never try- found
2: any tortoises in my office. Oh, yeah. And say <laughs> and that I again and done, get closer. Yes. I have done a ton of pelvic exams. So I have never, ever found any tortoises. <laughs> so this well, is God. like a star patient for me.
0: <laughs> have you ever seen anybody with any reptile, reptile bite? Like... Or any reaction? Because I feel like
2: frogs and tortoise, like, don't all these things carry, like, a lot yeah, of salmonella. Germs? We're really worried about salmonella with those. So if you do have, like, an iguana or you're into those kind of freaky, freaky, oh, really? reptile, scaly pets, that's what we always worry about is the salmonella. Really? Yeah. What? So no, when she's you... got some swabbing to get done up in there. Oh, Ooh. God. Okay. Yeah. But that was a really crazy story. I've never seen that. But you are correct about the gastroenterologist and the other stuff that people... There's a lot of things to be found in these body cavities. (laughs) Areas. Yeah. Yeah. So we have some good stories, I think. How do
0: you, uh, like, seriously, when you see things, like... I give you so much credit how you keep bedside manner. It is truly a skill. That's why we're always meant to do what we're doing because you have all the tact. Like, I'm sure you're very kind. Like, I would be, like, thinking to people, why do you have, like, you know,
2: bottle open, like a bottle opener in your butt right now? Like, I can't even, like, sir, like, what happened? Like, I I, you know, I think it's a mix of both, right? But sometimes I'll be like, oh, I forgot my pen. Let me go grab my stethoscope or my pen, and then I'll have to step out and be like, is this really happening right now? But that's so, that's, you know, those are good stories. That's not my day to day. Thankfully, I wouldn't be able to handle that.
0: Oh, my God. Um, Okay, well, I wanted to have you in first to talk about your book because I love the book, and then we can talk all about other um, health things. But um, the reason I'm so attracted to this book is you are a doctor that talks about total health, total care, uh, especially for women, although you see patients, men and women. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a real focus on mindfulness as well in your book, and you've seen my whole journey around mindful eating and food. So why was it um, important for you to write a book about transforming your life your body you know your whole kind of total you know makeover in a health way
2: yeah so you know I've seen so many patients then we were talking about this earlier I myself have been a serial fad dieter right and people come to me with all this misinformation that's out there so I wanted to put something out there that you could completely transform your whole mindset your lifestyle but be given information that's science-backed and not just made up because you know Goop told you to do it, right? Like I just don't think that certain people are certified to tell you health information. And I wanted people to really break free of that dieting. Like you've always said, it's not great to be a slave to diets and food. And I wanted people to have a transformation to feel in control and to feel happy with themselves. So that's why I say it's a doctor's guide to getting leaner, cleaner, and happier in just 10 days because in 10 days, you're gonna read the book. It's an easy read. That's also my goal. Yeah, I you love don't, the book, yeah. You know, it's supposed to be fun, teach you about nutrition, teach you about sleep, supplements, how to incorporate exercise, and then use those tools. And I do give you a plan for 10 days of what to do food-wise exercise, mindfulness activities, and then hopefully use this as a tool, as a guide where you can keep coming back to it and saying, okay, I've been a little bit crazy over the weekend. What can I do to reset? But it's really supposed to give you that roadmap to help you get a new um, outlook and healthy lifestyle instead of just a diet. So
0: you see patients all the time. Many, mm. of course, I, I always feel like in the D.C. area, people are very in shape here for the most part. But yes. I'm, I'm sure you see people that run the gamut. Um, but as a doctor, what's the biggest thing that is leading us as a country to just seem to be getting bigger and bigger um you know, almost everywhere. Is it just that people don't know what's in their food anymore? Is it portion size? Is it that there's so much chemicals in these
2: foods that are kind of keeping us addicted to sugar? And what is it? For sure. I think it's actually a combination of all those things. The sugar is a big one. I think that once you can get free of processed foods, preservatives, being addicted to sugar and the food industry doesn't make it easy, right? Like if you grab something that's convenient, chances are you don't really know what's in it. It's not real whole food. And so that's the other thing that I tell people. You have to really focus on eating real whole foods. For sure, I sometimes grab bars and things that are quick and I make sure that they aren't too processed. But my goal in the book is also to help you to re-examine what are you putting in your body, right? Like every time you put something in your body, you have to think, is this contributing or is this actually helping me in terms of my whole health makeup? Is this alleviating my health problems or is this contributing to it? And so many times it's contributing to it, but we just don't know that. We don't really think critically about that partly because we don't have the knowledge. So I try to make it really easy for you to understand. People don't even know simple things like, you know, For diabetes, oh, it's just sugar, but it's not. You know, it's the different kinds of carbs that you eat. Even certain fruits, if you're eating those, those can be not great for you if all you eat is fruit. So I think focusing on getting good information and then, as we said, being mindful about what you're eating, not eating on your way from one meeting to another. Right. Not just saying this whole plate of pasta is in front of me, so I have to finish it, but really thinking about what you're putting into your body and how it makes you feel right everyone says i love chocolate some people don't actually like chocolate they just eat it because they think they're supposed to
0: so what was it for your own journey of yo-yo dieting what was sort of the the tipping point that you were like you know i can't do this anymore um and then you know that kind of
2: inspired you to be more of this mindful you know just eater as well as doctor i think it was a combination of both seeing patients and going through it in such a kind of rigorous I went through so much schooling then I eventually became a parent. I was going on a lot of sleepless nights and realizing like, okay, I'm going to try the Atkins diet or try like to completely cut out carbs or try this or try that and my mental thinking and my moods were so, you know, oh, erratic. All over, yeah. I was so tired and I wasn't I would get the results maybe that I wanted, drop a few pounds here or there, but ultimately your body kind of tells you what it needs if you actually listen to it.
0: Yes, that's the biggest thing that you know. took me so many years to realize in mindful eating. And people I think to this day, and when my mindful eating therapist told me that, I thought she was crazy. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, you can actually someday when you're in tune with your body, trust yourself that your body will tell you when you're tired, when you're feeling like some anxiety is coming on, you need to just rest or, or you need to exercise. I was like, there is no way. There's no way. No, 100%, I agree. But as you become more in tune with this mindfulness practice and you really slow down those aspects of your life and think about why am i stressed what's bringing on that stress is it a relationship mm-hmm. is it work is it too too many projects like what is bringing that on you it's mind blowing to me that your body will actually tell you you know, okay, I'm craving vegetables. Like, And the more you, you eat healthy and the more you get in tune with your body, you realize your body actually doesn't want sugar and all this crap because exactly. you feel, like you said, your moods are erratic. You're tired. You're up all night. You can't, you've got anxiety. And the more, the healthier you eat, of
2: course, you get into this routine where you can sleep and everything in moderation. You feel so much better. Your thinking is clear. And, you know, I'll give you an example. Like, just a couple of weeks ago, I have two small kids, right? So the youngest one wasn't sleep. He used to be a great sleeper. And then all of a sudden now he's like, really done a remix on me and isn't sleeping well for we, you know, put him in school and things like that. And I was like, man, I'm so tired. I'm not not sleeping through the night is killing me. But in the mornings, I was having these cravings for things that I hadn't craved in months, like years, you know, I'm like, Oh, yeah, like, there's a bagel in the doctor's lounge or like cinnamon buns. Let me like think about that. And I was like, wait, what? I don't even eat that kind of food normally. So why do I want it? Because I'm so tired, you know, my body is really craving sugar or usually I'll have a tea or I'll have a coffee, but I never add sugar. And it took me a point to get to there. But then I was like, oh, dude, this coffee's kind of, you know, bitter. And it's, All of this was pointed to the fact that I just wasn't getting enough sleep, you know, going from getting a solid six or seven hours, all of a sudden getting three or four interrupted every couple hours, that'll do a number on your brain, you know? And so people don't realize we have all these cues. And that's exactly what I want people to learn is listen to your body. You have the ability to completely transform it. And it doesn't have to be a million dollar solution. It's easy, small little changes you can make slowly and you will contribute to an overall better you. And you give kind of these fun facts on your website
0: that are, Mm -hmm. you know, you were talking about portion size, how they've doubled in in the past, you know, 20 years. Um, And you're on Instagram, Mm ShelbyMD. Yes. So people can follow you there. And you're just, you're always giving, like, great advice and and great things. And then you're on
2: Fox 5 when? Every Monday? Yes. Every Monday at 830, we'll talk about what's trending, trending health news. We sometimes talk about crazy things celebrities are doing. Um, And then if we have any breaking medical news, we'll cover that as well. So, yeah, I mean, my goal really is to get people to take their health into their own hands, right? Right. Like if you don't have a doctor, you should find one that you vibe with and make that a priority because your health is a priority and taking good care of yourself. Like, you know, you guys have seen, I mean, it makes such a big difference in every single thing you do. When you feel healthy, when you feel like you look good, when you feel like you're doing good things for your body, you're so successful and productive in other areas right like oh you're every, not, I mean, your health, like, of life
0: oh my god I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people you know I'm, I'm a big proponent of I, I think you should celebrate your the way you look and like mm-hmm. not try to go to these extremes of you know trying to fit into a tiny size you know I used to believe for years and you've probably seen this that if I wasn't a size four that I would never make it in the broadcasting business and right. you know and it was just so really you know pressured by all these magazine covers and all this unattainable stuff. And so now I feel like people should, you know, be who you are and and be, you know, if you're 10 pounds overweight or something like that, it's totally fine. Yeah. I think what I find it hard, you know, as someone who was 65 pounds overweight at one point, it was, you know, my joints ached. I felt awful, you know, I couldn't mentally think. It was just the weight was really tough. So it's it's great to go on this health journey. And I think people are, you know, slowly becoming more aware of all the food and things in our in our
2: Bodies, they are. They're definitely more aware, which I love. I love that we're bringing more attention to that. I think that um, you know, you also have to be careful with like what you're putting in front of you. I, I really believe that you know that saying like your your vibe kind of attracts your tribe, right? Like if you're looking yeah. at stuff that's really negative, or you're always so hard on yourself, I think that's really tough for people, and it makes it hard for them to kind of make that journey smooth. And and so even social media and, and stuff like that, definitely fill it with stuff that you're excited about, people sure. that are positive. And ultimately, like, I'm just trying to have fun. And I want my patients too to focus on having fun, because the more that you focus on that, the less seriously you take yourself, the better you yes. are at making small changes that will uplift you. And I mean, that's what life's really all about. And I that I talk about that, too, in the book that, you know, you have to make your goals and figure out a roadmap for what you want to really achieve in life. But ultimately, are you having fun doing that? Yeah. You know, are you, are you surrounding yourself with people that are excited by things the same way you are or are you putting so much pressure on yourself? All of that translates to an overall healthy lifestyle. Um, now, what's
0: your advice for you know, I'm I, my both of my parents have had cancer. My father passed away from cancer. My mom is three or four years out now of breast cancer. Um, what's your advice for people? I, I find myself any ache or pain. I'm like, I'm going to the doctor. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm your worst nightmare. Like, I'm neurotic and I go all the time. But what's your recommendation for people? Like, how often should you be going to the doctor
2: in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s? So really in your 20s, if you have a doctor, like you're killing it. That's good. Okay, (laughs) You know, because mostly like 20 year olds don't come in unless there's something really crazy or they're the other extreme where they're super worried all the time. Then there might be some anxiety, but definitely establishing a relationship with a doctor and don't be nervous to try a few different doctors out. I think you have to be really open with your doctor, right? So if you go to somebody and they're just not the right fit for you, they might be too old and not the right gender, whatever. If you don't feel comfortable, that's not the right doctor for you. And that's okay. That's why there's a lot of us, right? So you should be able to find the right doctor and then make sure you're getting all of the preventative screens or talking with them and saying, what do I need at this age? So for women in their 20s, we generally do a blood pressure check. We're talking about family history to kind of get a sense of down the road, Will you need a mammogram sooner? Will you need a colonoscopy earlier? We check uh, blood pressure, we'll check depression screening, so things for mood, anxiety, alcohol screening, also, right? Here in the DMV yeah. and in general, everywhere. And people drink people a lot, drink yeah. a lot, and they don't realize, like, oops, like, until you ask them, I am actually having six drinks in one night, four nights a week. And they don't, they're not purposely trying to be, do something that's bad for their health, but they don't. Examine that as something that they can fix or that might be a problem. So we talk about that. And then pap smears when you're yeah. in your 20s, that's when we, you want to get, you know, your first sort of GYN health um, started. So starting at around age 21, and then you can get it every three to five years, depending on your personal history. Um and then vaccines and things like that. You know, I'm a big vaccine proponent, so getting your flu shot, making sure you've got all of that up to date. So there's a whole bunch of stuff. People think, I'm 20, I'm young and healthy, I don't need anything. Right. But even if you are young and healthy, it's really great to establish that relationship so that down the road when you do have something, you can talk to somebody that you know.
0: Love it. Okay, that's so awesome. 30s, you should be
2: doing kind of more stuff as far as- 30s for sure. You will get all of that blood pressure screening. Um, we start to talk about colonoscopies, colon health, and then you um, get that kind of in your 40s. Don't I know it. <laughs> there's a yeah, I heard that, a your <laughs> anal fissure. Um, oh,
0: it's like a nightmare. It's the most painful thing I've ever experienced in my life. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, it was crazy. A lot of, um-
2: I didn't even know you could basically get a paper cut in your butthole. It's the worst. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so you shouldn't be sitting too long. We got to help you heal that. Um, <laughs> no, but there, I get there's up a, a lot. lot of a lot of things that people are embarrassed to talk to their doctor about. Um, you know, we were just talking about that STD testing. And nowadays people are so casual about sexual encounters that they don't really think about that. But you absolutely should be getting an STD check if you're with a new partner. If you're having a lot of new partners, um, everyone should be doing that and they should be doing it frequently, too. Love
0: it. Um, okay, the book is called The Ten Day Total Body Transformation. It's available on Amazon. Yes. You can get it there. Where mm-hmm. else can you buy
2: it? Or is um, that so the best Amazon spot? is the best spot right now, and then soon it'll be on shelves and things like that. Perfect. Yeah. We can catch you every Monday, 8 30 AM on Fox 5 DC. Yes, and then on my Instagram, she'll be MD and Twitter as well, and then um, the Facebook community. So You're amazing. Yeah. All right, Dr. Shelby, thank you so much for You're coming welcome. in. We love thank you. you. Thank you, thank you.
0: Um we do on the show every Monday, we do pineapple mail that we end the show with. And pineapple mail, of course, is basically all of your advice questions. You can always email me Sarah with an H at HeyFrage.com. So this week, I'm really curious because this woman uh, wrote to us and she essentially says, Hey, Sarah, I need your advice. So I recently went out on a date with a guy. We were supposed to meet at 7 p.m. However, at 710, he texted me and he told me that he was running. uh, He was running late and he was stuck in traffic. I waited 15 more minutes and then he was a no show. I didn't see a text or anything, so I ended up leaving the date shortly after he called me and he said, I'm really surprised that you left. Weren't you planning on spending an hour with me anyway? So why didn't you stay on top of that? I texted you that I was in traffic and I couldn't call you because or text again because I was driving Uh, after he said this. It got me thinking, oh. Maybe I should give this guy a second chance, and but is 25 minutes basically an enough time to wait for someone on a first date if they're running that late? So what do you think? What do you think about this, AJ? We were talking about this last night on um, on Mix 107.3, and I actually thought the guy had a really good point about the whole like, weren't you going to spend an hour with me
1: anyway? So why didn't you wait? Exactly. And I think 25 is a little bit short to wait. Only I say this because he gave an excuse. He texted her and said, "Hey, I'm running late. I'm in traffic." She knew he was
0: on his way.
2: Yeah. So I if agree. he's
1: already on his way, right? I don't know. That's my opinion. I think. That's Wait. A would you, you, do you want?
2: Do you want the doctor answer yeah. to this? Okay. <laughs> What's the doctor answer. So patients come late, right? Like their appointment oh. starts at three o'clock. So what I always say to them is, okay, you know, we we had thirty minutes to spend together. So if you came late at fifteen minutes, I'll definitely still see you, but we have a, a shorter time. So we can only talk about one thing. So you know, in their case, they can't. She can't. Oh, that's her. Give the whole life story. They just have to like get right to it. Like, you know, what are you excited about in that date? Because he he lost some of his time. So I don't know. But I agree. She shouldn't have left. Really? You think? Yeah. I don't know. See, I'm such a stickler.
0: I've become a crazy woman about time. So, like twelve thirty, if we if this show doesn't start at twelve thirty one, I'm almost ready to
2: just pull the plug. But would you have like, left in that situation?
0: <laughs> um, I think I probably. Eh, I don't know. I might have stayed, but I do think a half an hour is pushing. I mean, come on. If you this, I think this woman lives in the D.C. area. I mean, you know traffic. Like you mm-hmm. got and you got to give me a really good like. Re, hey, the meeting was running really late. Like I'm really sorry. Right. You know what's your schedule? Do you have to leave at eight o'clock? I mean. Right, I don't know, and I always feel like on a first date, it's fine to be like ten minutes late, fifteen, but then much beyond that, I'm just like, are you just a poor time manager? Like, where is this going to go? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But then I have it's to true. say, Dan was a half an hour late on our first date, and I did oh, wait, and now we are still together. Now, what was the excuse later? that he gave you though? He said traffic. Hey, traffic's a bitch, <laughs> Sarah. That's what. That's why I. I had to say I went to the bar and I started talking to this other guy who I had in the <laughs> waiting. Like a backup. I know. I I did. did. That is not the most Sarah Fraser thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Totally did. This is a dead story. I, I gotta call Dan and have him tell this story. I was completely parked up next to a guy at the bar, and I was getting ready to like have drinks with this guy, and then Dan showed up. Yeah, a half an hour in. And I was like already lining it up. I was like, oh, okay. And then I said to the guy, oh, sorry, yes, my date showed up.
1: Master <laughs> opportunist over here. When one doesn't show up, I've said had a drink at the bar. You literally are. You know what? So many men, so little town. <laughs> yes. All I right.
0: <laughs> Definitely all pick right. up Dr. Shelby's book. We are all about mindfulness as well. Thank the you. 10-day total body transformation. You guys, you're amazing. Be sure to share today's episode because we're giving away two tickets to DC's ever first adult prom. Share the Facebook page, boom. Tell somebody about the show. We love you guys. We'll see you on Wednesday. Bye, everybody!